Are we live? Yes, we are. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. A podcast about <laughs> drum roll, nothing, and absolutely everything. My name is Nabila. And I'm Fulari. And I am Emeka, but you can call me Makus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We are three Nigerians living somewhere not in Nigeria. <laughs> that is currently India abroad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are bringing you everything from trending topics to random arguments about life and its meaning to more serious conversations that get you thinking. Come listen to us. Three random people yap about nothing. It's going to be loads of banter. It's going to be topics that everyone can relate to. and. Um, Larry? Yeah, so please listen and enjoy. Don't forget to share, subscribe, like, and follow us on social media at Yap About Nothing. So, what are we talking about today, guys? Hello guys, um, welcome again, it's the three of us, three random musketeers. <laughs> welcome back. So guys, um, today we're talking about bullying. Um, for those of you who went to Nigerian universities, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, secondary schools, well, some of our universities were like Don't secondary bully. schools. I wasn't bullied in university. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for those who went to Nigerian secondary schools in the 90s, I believe, Maybe early 2000s as well. Mm-hmm. And late 2000s? They're always bullying. I think what I bullying think... is has changed over time because mm-hmm. we used to suffer like proper suffering. But now the kids are just enjoying themselves. Like, I don't think they're being bullied. Are you like, saying that because you're not there? Mm-hmm. Well, I know of people that have schools mm. and the kids in Budging House, they don't seem like they are suffering. Well, maybe I don't know. Are they public schools? Private. Mm-hmm. Public schools, I doubt they would have taken bullying out of the equation. Well, public boarding houses, mm-hmm. um, even church schools, yep. Catholic schools, mm-hmm. um, grammar schools, we call them. Any boarding house, really, apart from maybe the very posh at least when I was growing up, or maybe very, very posh secondary schools, there was massive bullying. And I think ours was a bit tied to the fact that some of the seniors were over, were old, I think. Um, I don't know. They seemed quite big. And they seemed, but they were the just, mo- they were mostly like 13, 11, 12, 13. Because no, when, when you the were, seniors. the seniors, they mm-hmm. were just two, three years older than you, you know, right? Because most of the time, you're, as long as someone is in GS2 and you're in GS1, that's your senior. But then, but those are not the guys the who really bullied. SS, from SS1 to 3, mm-hmm. those were the bullies. Mm-hmm. And many of them were 13 to 15. I don't think so. Those guys look yeah. old, man. They look old in <laughs> well, your think, eyes, but I, I think, think they were just... There were some old guys, in secondary school. I think so. This, I think they were older guys. I think it's even that now, with the younger generation, more people have gone to school when they should have gone to school. So people who go to school now in secondary school, I don't think you have that high number of people who are old or older. I, don't, I think it's, it's, I think it's got down a lot, and things have definitely 
improved in terms of bullying because the horrors that those guys put us through. Oh my God. <laughs> what kind of punishments did you have to go through? It was just psychological. I think the two worst ones I can remember was, I cannot remember exactly what we, what I did, but I remember one, I was, we were coming back from football or something weird. I don't remember exactly what we did. Maybe we were fighting actually. And one of the seniors came and said, oh, you guys like to fight, Abby? <laughs> and he says, oh, yeah, just put Keep us fighting. together. Keep fighting. <laughs> yeah, we fought and fought. You now start begging. When you not beg, the guy now beat us again. In fact, there were many bad ones. Then there was, there was another one. I think maybe like at, um, at about midnight. Just woke us up. Maybe we were like just two or something. And just said we should all go out and lie down mm-hmm. under, under a tree. <laughs> and started flogging all of us. Wow. It was just like insane. <laughs> insane. I can't. Oh, I think the two I remember. One was that they would give you like, I think, 10 naira. Yeah. And then they'll say you should go and buy meat pie, donuts. Like they'll say you should buy something worth like maybe 25 naira mm. and ask for change as well. Yeah. So you have to too. somehow go and bring your own money or figure it yeah. out. That was mean. And then the other one was something they called Arodon. Mm. Basically, they will say you should go and ask one senior for a book or something. Mm. Yeah, and then, journey of no yeah, journey of no return. And then you just keep going. And no one, until someone pities you and just says, I don't even remember how it ended, but basically, you just keep going from one senior to the other as punishment for nothing. Yeah. No reason. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, and the worst part is, you know how horrible it is, but you'll still be waiting for when you're a senior. So, so you can be that the same year. So I don't know. It's really psychological. Now that I think of it, there was another, there was two other ones. So if you go, you know, you're, I went to a Catholic secondary school for my junior secondary uh, yeah. education. So you had to go to church, mass in the mornings. And consider that we were, 12-year-old, 11-year-old children. So you're tired. You wake up at five. You're tired. You fetch water. You don't whatever. You had a cold shower. And you go there at maybe six o'clock mm-hmm. for mass. So you have a long day. Let's just forget about that. But you, some people get, are very tired. So they're sleeping off at mass. Mm-hmm. And you just have older people. Instead of, I don't know, helping you or advising you or whatever it was, just something milder. They start to slap you, or they tell someone to knock your head. Yeah, and just, I just sit so little. Even when you had night prep as well, that was another nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> you are at nine o'clock. You are so tired and exhausted from your slavery and suffering that you've gone through the whole day. And they go around. No, there was one they used to do. So they maybe both of you and your friend are sleeping. They put both of you or talking in class, wherever it was. Night prep. They put both of you side by side. And tell you to slap each other Mm-mm. or knock each other's head until the la- until one person starts to cry or gives up. Wow. Imagine the, the evil. And like I said, you are a twelve-year-old child mm-hmm. or thirty-year-old child, and you stand there knocking each other's heads, That's slapping the their faces, no, no, heavy slaps. So it's the guy that will slap you um, hardest because hardest. you're afraid that if, if you don't, if obviously if you guys stand that you're not slapping each other properly, they start to beat you. The senior will come and slap you again. So that's, that's, that's what it is. It was, yeah, it was evil now. Yeah, I think guys used to flog 
way more than girls, but girls used to do evil yeah. punishments and girls used to do se- like descending. So when, when there were periods when there was mm-hmm. no water, they'll send you. Guys will do the, you could come back with the water they spit into, yeah. half, all those things. But you see girls, you, you'll be feeling bad that you have maybe like three buckets to fetch. You see a girl with like yep. the pile she'll have will be ridiculous mm-hmm. and fetching from the well or something. Yeah. And her senior will just be there, just chilling. Ugh. So yeah, girls were very evil as well. It was crazy. It was a crazy time. So can you send your children to boarding nope. house? Nope. <laughs> How about you? No, I don't think it's... I, I, I hate boarding houses because kids even pick up bad, bad things. Start, yeah. The first time they were still in boarding house. I actually stole once, guys. Mm-hmm. I must confess. Wow, what did you steal? Money. I think I got really? caught, so maybe that's what helped me stop. Wow. Send your children to boarding school. I hope they get caught stealing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't send your kids. Of, yeah. yeah pick up all sorts of Just like they pick up in general society. Everything is. Because you're stuck in. It's like a, a small, um, like a confined area for long. Then you have to start dealing with things that you shouldn't be dealing with at, with at like 10 years old, I think. Mm-hmm. You, your provision will finish because you didn't manage it properly. Then you might start having ideas of, ah, but this other person has provision on. Yeah, if you want, you want to have one bad child that's for some reason just bad. As we still since put the idea in your head, you never know. But so I'd rather not have my child in that environment. But environment. then the reasons why our parents sent us there was because it modeled life. So all these things you're saying are bad are things you that happen have in life that you still have to, to face. Yeah. But then I guess they didn't want you to be that baby sitting at home, and yeah. they wanted you to develop quickly. So I guess to that end, they achieved it. Stress, getting flogged. All those you just you just call courtyard for no reason. You'll say, ah, the housemaster called him out of his class um, mm. today, so he's not happy. Call everybody out, f- like they'll take turns flogging. Mm-hmm. All those things are not. Oh, no, they were the, the, crazy, and there was no way to like teachers knew it was um, all those things were happening because mm. there was um, there was a day they actually stopped us. We used to we used to have classes from like eight to ten. Then at ten, we'll have um, breakfast. Mm-hmm. That um, short break that we had after we went to um, get our breakfast, mm. they actually had all of us, yellow house, red house, in the courtyard. And they punished us and flogged us for the rest of our break. Wow. <laughs> the boys went to class late. <laughs> like, you know, when you have, let's say you have like math, uh, math mm. after your break. All the boys went late. The teachers obviously knew that the boys were not in class. They knew why we were not in class. And, and they, they just, just jungle came. justice. So it was just. Nonsense, right? Natural discipline, I guess. I don't know. It was it was a crazy time. I wonder where all those guys are actually. Facebook now. <laughs> Let's call their names. They are the damn bullies. Can <laughs> <laughs> you add your Facebook? Really? After, like years after. Yeah. I, I had to remember their names. Quotes, I, I don't remember some. their names, but if I if I could, I'll name I'll name call them. Yeah. Where are you, Malavaka? <laughs> People that are called Sly are usually terrible. Sly was bad. Yeah. <laughs> everybody will run. And you have school fathers too that are just crazy. They'll protect you. They'll basically. Yeah. I remember one we had. He used to bully us. Last boy, all this nonsense. Yeah. When, I think I was in jazz one that, at that time. Then he, in uh, my school, they used to announce. Um, for senior secondary school, what's it called? 
WAEC, WAEC results. This announced WAEC results for SSC, uh, SS3 students. The guy failed. So at least that gave us some um, joy because he failed woefully. We were just laughing. Terrible, terrible time. Thank God we survived. Um, and see, bullying, for example, God gave us Eminem. So I guess yeah. bullying can be a good thing. Yeah? Well, yeah. bullying will never be a good thing, but you just need to grow from it and be stronger than the experience. Mm. Because in boarding school, it's not like Eminem that will say, oh, he, he, he has to stand up. Because it's not like you're getting bullied by your mates. Unfortunately, there were some people that were getting bullied by, by their, their mates. mates. Yeah. This yeah. one is your seniors. All the guys that try to fight <laughs> Yeah, seniors, and they're always a couple. I'll try yeah, and find the seniors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will get yeah. beaten, unless so like, you'll beat around all the halls. Yeah. Just so you know that I can't be. So, yeah. I, know, I just feel in Miro's life. I won't let my child experience that, I mm. guess. Maybe for a year or two. But I don't see that. So, I'm apart from that. boarding house, if your child is just being bullied by his or her classmates now, like, and you can kind of. Is say, it Oyibo bullying or. Oyibo, well, the thing is, it doesn't matter. What? Bullying is bullying. Yeah. Bullying is bullying. What's that so... thing you guys say again? Any pain is pain. Right? <laughs> Whatever. Pain is life. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, what would you do if your kid comes home and is like, "My this child bullies me or is mean to me? Or how do you handle it? Do you say, go back and if he hits you, hit your own back? Or how do you deal with that situation? Or how would you deal with that situation? your child um it's a bit weird when i have kids maybe i'll maybe you'll be more emotionally tied to it but what i'll say now at this point is i'll try and make the child depends on what, what kind of bullying it is mm-hmm. i'll try and make the child stand up for themselves as much as possible mm-hmm. because you have to know that obviously in life your parents are not going to be there forever mm-hmm. obviously you don't necessarily need to go and fight someone or or you just need to be able to speak up for yourself even if you need to be the outcast or move out to another side, be comfortable mm-hmm. in your own skin, comfortable in yourself. If someone is bullying you in your, I don't know, dining or lunch hall, you could move to your own side of the table and just ensure that nobody pushes your tray over or mm-hmm. stand up for yourself. Stand in their faces if you can and keep to yourself as much as possible if people don't like you. Mm. And then if it goes any worse, obviously I can always take out the child from school. Yeah, yeah. Or, or report to report a teacher. It to a teacher. But yeah, obviously monitor the child. Always just keep your home open. That communication line always has to be open so yeah. that the child doesn't feel... There's no point screaming at the child or saying... Or going to the school and disgracing the child and making mm-hmm. it matters worse. Just need to keep the lines open. And, and mm. Like I was saying, child, do you think bullying is only... For children, because I think there are like different forms of bullying, even when people grow up. And that's why when you said knowing yourself, I think Mm. it's very important because sometimes you are bullied into doing things that you are not even comfortable with. That blood pressure of bullying, huh? Or they the same thing? Okay, sometimes they intersect because sometimes you don't feel so. Is it peer pressure when you can't, you don't feel comfortable enough to speak because you're afraid of? Say being maybe made fun of. It's still peer. I think that's peer pressure. pressure. Yeah, but it depends because the thing is, the person you are trying to maybe be friends with might do more than just be themselves. Like they might be, they might just be themselves, and you are feeling a bit like you just want to be and feel like part of them or belong and all of that. That's one that might be peer pressure. But there's one that the person is actively being mean, like. 
the whole you can't sit with us that girls say mm. or you know they'll be laughing at you and then they form cliques and then you're kind of the one that people forget to call or people don't invite to something all those little things bullying. or maybe not even forget they might actually deliberately not call you they might be like this one is not what? That's what puts you down. What is all puts you down? That's bullying. Uh-huh. So someone puts you down because you speak, and then after that, you are now maybe bullied. Like, okay, maybe that maybe that's not peer pressure. I guess that's not a question. Difference between peer pressure and bullying sometimes because if someone has talked down, or maybe you speak and then they say something, and everybody everybody laughs at you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then because of that, next time if you have an honest opinion about something, you, you keep don't. it to yourself. You keep it to yourself, or it was you just accept like favor what they say yeah just, uh, yeah that's what i think as well uh, have you it's kind of peer pressure but weren't you bullied into yeah yeah i guess so yeah but definitely if you if you keep saying something stupid mm-hmm. do we as your friends or your peers or whatever it is your colleagues at work mm-hmm. do we have a right to laugh at you or is it fine for everybody to always because i think what you're saying obviously there's bullying in ingrained in our culture and that's what's led to the way we treat or millennials treat everything. Everybody has to be politically correct. Mm. So somebody can continuously say something stupid or always say something silly and nobody wants to laugh. So everybody's just cautious and nobody wants to put them down or everybody just says, hmm, mm, makes I sense. I think millennials are but being that, cautious. Sorry I think so. No, no, no. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, because... See, that's the thing. You're, that's an exa- you're exact on, no, example. No, you're on a line. You're, no, so for me, when if I'm saying something and someone cuts me off, mm-hmm. I might forget what I was saying. That's what I'm saying. Sorry, okay. because you're on but line. the story would also is adding on to being cutting me off because you're adding more sense. Just because I'm in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's a bit much. Why am I saying about yeah. the millennials thing? Mm-hmm. Is have you seen this millennials? Not what they do on, on Twitter. Yeah, that's part no, of how it is no, no, no. because that's I mean, face to face. It's different. Obviously, everybody can hide behind a teddy bear or hide behind social media to say nasty things but mm-hmm. i mean like in the work in the workspace face to face i'm in contact with this person in my office i'm in contact with this person as my pair my friend would i laugh in the person's face if the person says something stupid or would i just nod my head and go behind you don't Twitter have to do either actually yeah you don't have to um laugh in the person's face you can there are always diplomatic ways to but what i'm saying is is the fact that what he mentioned earlier about the culture of bullying mm. has that now transcended into what we do now, which is everybody's just being polite, very cautious, and very cautious. Nobody wants to. Been now. Is that not, does that not make yeah. people try to be polite and cautious and stuff? Mm. That's, that's just the way society, society is. is. And millennials, I think, are young, so they might maybe you saying them saying things to people's faces, their age. Have to think about the age group that. Most of them are in as well. They might not have that. They not not be bold enough to see certain things with people's faces, and then they feel more comfortable on their phones because they grew up on these phones. But my own problem about thinking that they are cautious is millennials on um, Twitter. I think even or whatever social media are rude for no reason. Like they are looking for a reason to be rude. <laughs> I don't think you can even say millennials are cautious. Yeah, millennials can be I very <laughs> like you'll be like, well, why are you just trying to? look for everything to somebody else so mm-hmm. yeah that's the side so because there's a lot of bullying <laughs> on, on social, social media. media yeah, yeah. that's always the most thing like I, I feel people should feel the repercussions of their Acts. social media um actions and not act like social media is a part of real life yeah so but social media is 
alternate life. <laughs> it's not really real life. Hmm. It's mirrored. It's mirrored after real life, I guess, in the sense that everything you can do, sort of in real life, you do there. There's a market space. The people who are retards, the people who are smart, the people who are silly, different ideas are brought up there. People can thrive. So it's it's real life, but created in its own crazy loop. So there are repercussions for what you do on social media, I guess. Are there? I don't think there are enough repercussions because people, like people should go to jail. People because I can distance myself from I think the I think the onus is on the platforms, first of all, to do more but it's difficult because i was reading that like on facebook there's up to over a billion users mm-hmm. now right and the people who are doing the are checking to make sure people are obeying the mm-hmm. rules are like well 50,000, wow. including ai mm-hmm. that does not cover anything like it's almost impossible but with great power comes great responsibility so i think first of all they should there should be more being done regarding what people can do or say and all of but that. In but, real life. In, but people mm-hmm. like on social media, people troll. Some people will say they'll the kill whole, you. Like yeah. people can make you want to and kill yourself culture. and nothing happens to them. All they have to do is just log off or, I don't know, go away for a while. The so, trolling. yeah, it's a thing. Mm. So I don't think there are people um, pay for what they see on social media. I think they're just, well, I don't know. I don't know. I guess people, you, the examples of people who have been, the examples of people who you've, um, um, what's it called, who have had issues that have been highlighted from what they've said in the past and it's come back to bite them. So I guess just like. But that's because they're famous right now. Uh-huh. So how many people are going to be famous and then have what they've said in the past come back to haunt them? But like now in my house, I can say whatever I want mm-hmm. to people. Mm-hmm. So sort of when you mirror, when you mirror this on the internet. No, but it's different. It, it's not mirrored because when you're in your house, the people you are speaking to are probably your family and within friends, my circle. Within so if I have circle. a Twitter handle yeah. and I'm speaking to people within my circle, yeah, I can say what I want within but my that, circle. But that's not your circle. They're actually strangers. Like. Let's 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 look at it in like a nuclear form. Yeah. So I have a Facebook page and I only accept five friends, mm-hmm. my five members of my family. Yeah. I can say what I want. Can't yeah. I? So should that come back to haunt me? Just like when I say whatever nasty thing I want to say. If in my you house, say something nasty to your family members about online, other people, obviously. No, because that is no more private. It's now public. So yeah. you, you now it's not the same thing as talking at home because whoever you're speaking about is not hearing you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like that's your left to you to decide if you want to talk about people badly and everything. But if you put it on this online space and it's accessible to those people, then it's now public. So that person can have access to it. And then that person can be hurt by it. So it's no more, it's not the same. So your circle of influence has grown. It's not just, even though, except if it will forever be just with your circle and no one else will ever, ever see it in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe, but if it's going to be public on that platform about strangers, then it's not the same thing, I think. Or if I air my opinion about a certain issue. Yeah. And people don't agree with me. Mm-hmm. That's the problem I have. That's, that's, that's my own problem. What happens then? So I feel. And how do you? Whatever everything we've said now, how do you juxtapose that with free speech? Because if I 
the idea behind freedom of whatever speech. free speech yeah. is that I can say I hate pink. Pink is rubbish. Yeah. And I should be able to say without people swarming on me. But if I say that now, I guess that's the bad thing you guys are talking about. Not necessarily bad. People will attack me mm. for saying that. Yeah. Maybe because somebody has said mm. pink is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I should also be able to say pink is horrible without people jumping on me. But then, just like with life, when I say pink is horrible, mm. I should also expect the repercussions. So the necessary, what I'm saying, trying to say is basically nothing is clean cut because there's always going to be a reaction for everything that I say. Mm-hmm. And just because people abuse me or troll me for something that I've said mm. doesn't necessarily mean trolling is a bad thing. What? <laughs> That's what I was saying. It's about knowing yourself and being comfortable. Because people are good. To- about knowing yourself. So exactly. the thing is, you'll be bullied. Yeah, that's, that's, the thing that's is, is, yeah. So basically, but is that if, bullying? I think it is bullying if you decide that you don't like someone's opinion, then then you proceed to abuse. insult, well, if I, abuse, make comments yeah, about them, okay. especially when it has nothing to do with the, the, conversation, yeah, the conversation or yeah. the topic. Yeah. yeah, and try to pull them down. And another thing is, even when you are not really abusing, just saying, just because it's not the opinion you like. Somehow, people on social media ha- or online have feel like they have the right to say, like, That's live right. and let live. So, like, you can disagree, I guess. But yeah. You just have to do respectfully. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Simple. So, you have to be, have if you're going opinion. to be putting things on social media, you have to know yourself, like um, Larry has said, be strong and be ready for whatever mm-hmm. comes to you. Yeah. You know, or you decide that whatever you say, you don't care. Whatever comes, you just be blocking it. You know, or you look at it. I don't cry like a little bitch. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people, because people are trolling most times. They will know their yeah. opinions on those things. Yeah, and the final one, I think people need to understand how social media. Because you're following three people, doesn't mean you are only sharing your opinions to three people. That's one problem people have. They feel like some girl. I talk to some people that feel. Um, Twitter is like a diary for them. Mm-hmm. So they'll just see how they feel. I'm like, <laughs> anybody can open any account now, search your name and see it. See what you, well, all the things that you have said. Mm-hmm. It's not a personal space. You might have three retweets. It's a personal space. That's no, not you might, sold to us. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's probably yeah, so yeah, what's on your mind. You, or whatever. Yeah, but people might retweet it. We're going to check your impressions and your reach. You'll be afraid of what you have been like. Can you say that in front of 1,000 people? So if you see that your 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 reach was one thousand on your tweet, then you just said in front of one thousand people. So you need to kind of be careful. So that's my yeah. Anyway, guys. Anyways, guys. Thanks for um, listening. Thanks for listening today. Um, you can send us topics, topics if you feel that we should discuss something. Mm-hmm. But until next time, it's adios from us. Ciao, uh, ciao, ciao, ciao. Bye, bye. Time to ciao. What's that ciao, ciao song again? Ciao, Mela. Ciao, Mela. Ciao, ciao, ciao.